Hello and welcome to a Smashing Theory, the fucking thing we do every other week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Hello and welcome to a Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. (laughs) Hey, Sean! Hey! How's it going? It's a great day here in Chicago, Illinois! (laughs) Uh, it's going, it's going great. Good. Here, here we are. Yep. Oh, I, okay. I, I thought you were going to go again, but this is fine. <laughs> We've done enough takes of the opening already. Here we are, <laughs> and uh, there we go. <laughs> and and as always, uh, or really more like, luckily, we have some cool stuff to cover this. Uh, yeah. This this end of August, we we have a couple of kind of events that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo dropped an indie world on us, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, like, one of their coolest indie worlds, I think. There was a lot of great stuff in there, for sure. And, of course, we're reacting to the DC fandom, which we did some predictions for last time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, of course, before we can get into that, uh, corrections. Yeah, great. So, s- several of them supplied to us by our listeners. Ah. So, uh, first, uh, this comes to us from Unsaxon51 on Twitter. Uh, Batman was played by Val Kilmer in mm. Batman Forever, not George Clooney. I did call both of those movies the George Clooney Batman movies. And I tried to be more specific, and you shot me down like a dog. So uh, I, I mean, you also did not correct the fact that George Clooney was not in one of those movies, like a dog. Daniel, <laughs> I was laying on my side, whining, my tongue lolling out, my eyes bloodshot, and then I died. Uh, and you still thought George Clooney was Batman two times? <laughs> you, you did not correct that at all i stand correcting <laughs> thanks unsaxon 51 thank you this correction is from not and freak on twitter ah uh task force x is the official canon name of the suicide squad in the comics that's mm. uh, not just something that uh the justice league unlimited made up okay um Suicide Squad is a nickname given to the team by its members. That makes sense. It is hard to imagine Amanda Waller going in. We're calling you the Suicide yeah, Squad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Amanda Waller. I need to start a squad. <laughs> a Suicide Squad. Yeah, Task Force yeah. X makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that that also makes more sense to know because in in the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League trailer... Amanda Waller calls them Task Force X also. Okay. So it makes that makes sense as a throwback to just the the squad throughout <laughs> its history and not just to that one episode of Justice League Unlimited. The hashtag squad. Uh for here's here's some corrections that are just just me finding them out for a while. Okay. A rat catcher does not have a flamethrower, uh, but a gas gun. Hmm. Uh, he also has the ability to command an army of sewer rats. Okay. Uh, in the this is less of a correction and more of a weird, interesting quirk. In mm-hmm. the episode uh, last time, we talked about David Hater and King Shark uh, during two separate discussions. Mm-hmm. 
Um, David Hayter is the voice of King Shark in the Arrowverse Flash series. I love that you love corrections so much that you're putting in things that are not corrections now. <laughs> like, yeah, here's a correction from me. I want pasta. <laughs> Look, it's a <laughs> it's a correction because it would be a crime if we did not bring up the fact that David Hayter has voiced King Shark. That is great, but this whole thing is a sham. <laughs> Uh, Mad Hatter is in both Arkham City and Arkham Knight. Mm, oh, right. Uh, I was thinking of Mad Hatter in Arkham City when I thought of the sequence that he was in that was really cool. Yes, me too. Um, which was, you know, it was basically just kind of like, uh, Scarecrow isn't in this game, so here's Mad Hatter instead. <laughs> yeah. But it was still cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkham Knight, uh, he shows up as part of the latter story DLC. Right. Uh, and his, his, his appearance in that is also pretty cool. Mm, okay. Yeah, Mad, Mad Hatter is pretty cool. Yeah, I like him. Um, teaser images for the new Arkham game that we weren't sure of what the name of it was mm-hmm. at the time uh, includes included symbols for both the Court of Owls and the League of Assassins, mm. uh, which has a which you know that kind of implies that Raish is coming back at some point. I was gonna say, with that in mind, I could definitely see your like who's leading the Court of Owls. It's Raish Al Ghul twist happening. Mm, I could see maybe Raish Al Ghul is in the Court of Owls somehow. Yeah. Okay. Actually Raish Al Ghul leading the Court of Owls would be a very uh Arkham video game series yeah. twist. That'd be a very twist for them. Very twist. <laughs> very twist. Much surprise. Wow. <laughs> Rose is coming to Street Fighter V in spring 2021. Oro and Akira are coming in summer 2021. And Character 5 is coming out fall 2021. I kept saying 2020 by accident, uh-huh. even though some of those time frames, like spring 2020, have already long passed. Right. Well, I, I understood I, what you meant. Yeah, I feel like people got what I meant, but... Uh, gotta correct it. Gotta correct it. Anytime we say a falsehood. Sometimes when we don't, we put it in corrections. I was struggling to figure out a, a guest character that would be in Injustice 3 and be, like, as cool as the Turtles. I knew I had come up with something in the past, but I forgot it when we were recording last okay. time. I remembered, and it's Power Rangers. That would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, Although they do have their own fighting game now, but I guess, you know, cross-promotion. Yeah, and, and also the fighting game is, like pretty low budget yeah yeah i no, i mean i to be clear i'd love to see nether realms take on a power rangers move set i think that'd be great yeah yeah i think it'd be pretty cool um also uh vinegar on twitter mm-hmm. uh let me know that i forgot to mention beast boy as how a potential could how could i <laughs> as a potential injustice 3 character uh, uh it would be incredible it's yes. like that like i think that's absolutely happening um this would be a great time for Beast Boy to show up, actually, uh, because one of my Injustice 3 theories is that regardless of whether or not Marvel shows up, it will kind of open up, like, focus on the multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. And focus on uh, Batman and Superman having to deal with multiple universes. Right. Um, in the main Injustice canon right now, uh, Starfire and Cyborg are the only surviving members of the Teen Titans. Right. Right? Uh, Beast Boy... And some other titans died in the mm-hmm. Injustice canon, so they could never show up as playable characters. Um, but if uh, there's an infinite number of universes exactly. with an infinite number of Beast Boys... Yeah, if there's a multiverse, then then that gives Beast Boy a new opening to show up as a canon playable character. Yeah, that's some comic book shit. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. 
Yeah, like there could even be kind of a scene where, like, you know, like a Beast Boy bumps into Starfire. Right. Like, Beast Boy, I thought I'd never see you again. Yeah. This is just like when I was on Planet Glarg and I ran into the Lark Schnuffs. <laughs> Injustice Starfire does not talk like that. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you, Vinegar, for that question. <laughs> Actually, what Vinegar said was something along the lines of, hey, I'm listening to the episode right now. Uh, and if, if you don't mention Beast Boy by the end of this Injustice segment, I will throw a fit. <laughs> and then, and then later he, uh, in our, in our Discord, he said, update, I threw a fit. <laughs> Good. So sorry about that fit, Vidiber, uh, and thank you for the correction. Yes. Okay, we're done. Also, ah. uh, I forget whether or not I mentioned the episode. But uh, upon further reflection, I think Captain Boomerang would be mm. uh, would be a cool like every every injustice has like a Flash villain in it, like you know Injustice right. Two had Captain Cold, and I don't feel like he's coming back for the next one. I hope not. So the I liked Captain Cold. I know, and I don't. <laughs> We've litigated this a lot off of the podcast, but suffice it to say that I think Captain Cold is stupid, and Daniel thinks Captain Cold is the greatest villain of all time. I don't think he's the greatest villain of all time. Far better than Mr. Freeze, for instance. <laughs> I also didn't say he's better than than Mr. Freeze. On balance, I probably like Mr. Freeze a little more, mm-hmm. but I... What I said was I think Captain Cold brought more roster variety to Injustice 2 since now we have two Flash villains and five Batman villains instead of six Batman villains and one Flash villain. He's stupid and worse than Mr. (laughs) Freeze. Roster variety be damned in that particular instance. Nah, I, I think Captain Cold's neat. I I like what Mr. Freeze has going on more. Like Mr. Freeze has that cool tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. His aesthetic is a bit better. Oh, um I mean a, a more than a bit. <laughs> but Captain Cold also has some neat stuff going on. You are talking about a man whose last name is Snart. <laughs> for God's sake. His first name is Leonard. <laughs> Leonard Snart. <laughs> I didn't say his name was the thing that was cool about him. That's one of many things about him that sucks, including the rest of his existence. I mean, what's Mr. Freeze's real name? Victor Freeze. Oh yeah, that that is that is cooler. Yeah, yeah Victor Freeze is like, it's you could argue that it's kind of stupid. Like his last name is literally Freeze. That's but peak comic books. It, it Nars, is. On the other hand, is like they were throwing a dartboard at random letters, <laughs> and they got the five stupidest ones combined together. Snart is like when Snart from Thundercats sharts. <laughs> oh, Snarf, I snarted. Uh, Not now, Snarf, I'm peering through the Sword of Omens. Oh, God. This is worse than Captain Cold. No, no, it's not. I mean, yes, it is. <laughs> it is worse than Captain Cold, because Captain Cold isn't that bad, like, no, she... 
Um, <laughs> I hope you guys know about the Thundercats. <laughs> or that bit's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think that bit already sucks. Uh, anyway, yeah, I th- I I forget whether or not I mentioned Captain Boomerang when we were talking injustice stuff. He'd be I, a great character. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I think his likelihood has decre- has increased for various yes. reasons. Exposure, yes, being the primary, yes. <laughs> and finally. Uh, before we move on, a correction within a correction. Oh my god. Uh, because during this argument, I said, it's better to have five Batman villains in the game than six Batman villains. Injustice 2 has, uh, depending on how you rationalize certain character inclusions, it has between seven and ten Batman villains in its cast of 38. Daniel, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be more of a balance of villains of different rogues galleries. What I am saying is that putting in Captain Cold instead of Mr. Freeze is like making a Pokemon fighting game and deciding you want more type variety and putting in Mr. Mime instead of Mewtwo. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But they're both psychic types. Right, but you can only put in one, as in this case, this imaginary case where we're deciding how many Batman villains to include based on the number of Batman villains that already exist in But game. here's the thing, we got Mr. Freeze anyway. But it was a shitty version with terrible voice <laughs> acting that had all of Mr. Captain Cold's shit going on. But They had, should have done it the other way around. He, he had good voice acting. No, I was like, ah, I'm a Mr. Freeze and I do the ice. <laughs> That's what it was like. <laughs> anyway, I said between 7 and 10... Uh, because I wasn't sure whether to classify Red Hood as a Batman villain, because, you know, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Um, Robin slash Nightwing is a Batman villain in the context of Injustice. <laughs> right. But usually is not a Batman villain. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and of course, Sub- Sub-Zero does not have his own slot as a character, but he is in the game as playable. So if you if you include those three, why there's... is why is Sub Zero a Batman villain? What? You said the game has between seven and ten Batman villains in it, and then included Sub Zero as one of them. Yeah, like because Sub Zero is there, like that's why I said between seven and ten. Like you cannot include Sub Zero because he's not his own character slot. He is a he is a skin of of Captain Cold. Sub-Zero is his own character in Injustice 2. He's a skin of Captain Cold. He... Hang on. Oh! 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 I'm sorry. I keep saying Sub-Zero, mm-hmm. but I meant Mr. Freeze. Okay. That's <laughs> that's why I was confused. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Fun fact... There is a Batman animated series movie called Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero, and that is why I kept fucking that up. Okay. Yeah. Because my brain, yeah, my brain just did that. Okay. So, yeah, Mr. Freeze is the 10th Batman villain who has his own, like, who is not his own character slot, so I would understand you not counting him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wouldn't count him because it's bad. His, his implementation in that game is bad. <laughs> I mean, Gorilla Grodd's implementation in that game is questionable, but he's still a, f- a playable character in that game, and no one would argue against that. You considered maining Gorilla Grodd at one point because of how cool you thought he was. What are you talking about? I mean, I thought he was cool. That's not the consensus at all. <laughs> I'm tired of this argument. <laughs> Let's do the episode, please. All right. So, so that's all the corrections. Yes. Let's talk about Indie World. All right. Indie World August 2020. Nintendo really brought it this time. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool stuff in here that I am definitely interested in. Yeah, lots of great game announcements. Lots of great, like, this is coming to Switch announcements. Yes. And also... Uh, six shadow drops. Six, six, six shadow drops. Drops. <laughs> wow, six of them. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, they and they're just peppered throughout the the whole thing. It's like you know you'd be you'd be like oh cool that's a cool game and then they're like shadow drop. It's like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Shadow Drop! This is exactly what it was like when Daniel watched this. Yeah, yes. I mean, you weren't there, but you're still right. I know. Because (laughs) we know each other very well. (laughs) So, I was thinking of just, like, you know, hitting the highlights. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this presentation was mostly highlights, so I figured why not just cover the whole thing. Sure. Especially because there's so many, like, cool things that I feel like some stuff we exclude might end up being highlights for another person mm-hmm. just because they, they all kind of like, I feel like there's something in this for everyone. Yes. Yeah. So it started with an announcement that Hades was coming to the switch. Yeah. Yeah. Hades uh, is the new game from super giant games who right. made uh bastion transistor and the much less popular pyre, which yeah. I love with my entire heart. <laughs> uh, Hades is kind of a, a roguelike uh, with lots of Greek mythology stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Apparently they made the game because uh, Pyre is a game with branching stories and multiple endings. And apparently like a single playthrough is so dense that most people that played the game only mm. did a single playthrough and didn't really explore the multiple endings aspect of the game. Okay. Which is actually exactly what I did. <laughs> I, I played it once. And then kind of compared notes with my friend Max, who right. also played it once. And then we both never played it again. Uh, at least not the story. I went back to kind of mess around sure. with the multiplayer. But, uh, yeah, so they they decided to make a roguelike game where you will die multiple times and therefore can kind of explore multiple story paths. Which is very cool. Very cool. Very clever. Um, aesthetic- aesthetically looks fantastic. Yes. Uh, really looking forward to it. And apparently you'll be able to transfer your save between PC and Switch versions. Which is great. Once, yeah, once both versions are out. Yeah, that's rad as hell. Haha. Hey! <laughs> Satan! Uh. Or Hades. Yeah. He's like sexy Greek Satan. Yeah, pretty much. Um. One thing that's really interesting, I didn't uh, I didn't realize this until I was looking stuff up about Hades today. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was announced, I kind of figured that it was just coming to consoles generally, you know, coming to the Switch, also like PS4, Xbox One right. and stuff. The only platforms it's been announced for so far are PC and Switch. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, the at least for a limited time, 
maybe it'll get other platforms later, or maybe they'll announce other platforms before sure. fall 2020, uh, which is when this is coming out. Right. That's quite soon. Yeah. But uh, there might, yeah, Switch version might be the only console port of the game, which means that'll be how I play it. Okay. Yeah. Because I played the hell out of Pyre, but I haven't played either Bastion or Transistor, really. Like, mm-hmm. I played a little bit of both. But, I, uh, yeah, I, I played a, a decent portion of Transistor and had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was there for parts of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the guy being like, hey, I'm your sword. I'm fucking hot. Hot sword. <laughs> Don't forget to equip me. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I haven't. I feel like I haven't given a proper super giant game like a like a an honest shot. Right, right? their their usual sort of isometric, yeah, uh, you know, action game sort of situation. Yeah, and Hades looks like it's going to be their best one yet. So yes. yeah, I'm I'm excited to try it out. Cool. Then they showed Hypnospace Outlaw, right? Uh, a game where you you playing is basically just you like navigating like a '90s ass web browser. Yeah, this and, this seemed interesting. Yeah, and solving like internet crimes, basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've heard that this is really cool, and uh, it's coming to the Switch August twenty seventh. A nice. demo was Shadow Drops. No, yeah, which I did not count as one of the six Shadow Drops. <laughs> there were just that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then they showed Spiritfarer, a game I've been looking forward to for a long time. Yes, this looks very cool. Yeah, very cool, very wholesome looking kind of, uh, 2D side-scrolling RPG situation where you, you kind of interact with different NPCs and help them depart, like, the, the physical plane into the afterlife, um, by solve, by, like, solving problems for them to keep them tethered to the mortal realm. Yes. Um very very cute like beautiful like 2d animated aesthetic and it just seems cute as hell yes uh really good and it was a shadow drop oh a drop shit shit shadow drop oh it kind of sounded like you were gonna say shit 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 it's a shadow drop oh a shadow drop no ow uh yeah, it came out that very same day, released fully uh, for every platform. Great. Uh, so yeah, Switch, PS4, PC, and Xbox Game Pass. Oh, you love Game Pass. I do, and I've downloaded Spiritfarer already. Nice. Haven't played it yet. It's It's been a busy week. Yeah. A uh, busy couple weeks for me, but... Uh, you know, I'm sure one day you'll have the time to fare those spirits. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to try out Spiritfarer. Cool. Uh... And that was like near the very beginning of Indie World, so that was like already like a pleasant ass surprise. It's like, damn, oh, yeah. damn, like like Spirit Fair and Hades already like excited for both of those, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they showed Garden Story, a very cute little sprite based uh, like garden sim game where mm-hmm. you're you're a little grape with legs. <laughs> That's pretty much what I am already. I love grapes. I have legs. The end. I mean, I know sometimes they say that you are what you love, but... I'm a grape, Daniel. (laughs) Is that what grapes sound like? Yes! (laughs) 
I don't actually have a bit here. I just want you to know that. Thank I went into God. This blind, it's Garden Story. Can, we can move on. Garden Story is going way ahead of you. Garden <laughs> Story is coming out 2021. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like very cute. You were looking forward to that one, right? I am, yeah. I. Uh, it, it was, this is definitely the thing that put it on my radar. Uh, I don't know if it had been known about before. Um. I think Garden Story actually showed up during the Wholesome Games Direct. Okay, And when you watch that, you're like, oh, that looks really cute and cool. Well, now I've seen even more of it, and my eyeballs are (laughs) overloaded with grape. Hopefully you don't completely forget it exists until next time you see it. If I do, it'll be like a present to myself. (laughs) You get it it for me for my birthday. I'm like, hey, wow, thanks. Never heard of this game before. (laughs) And I'll be like, I'll be like, I'm going to die, Sean. (laughs) Uh, then they showed Subnautica and its sequel, Subnautica Below Zero, both coming to the Switch in early 2021. Very cool. Yeah. I, um, I've not played Subnautica myself, but it seems really neat from what I've seen of it. I remember when it first came out, it was around when No Man's Sky came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was around when No Man's Sky first came out. <laughs> and before No Man's Sky made a, a ridiculous amount of fixes yes. uh, to actually become the game that it promised it would be. Right. Uh, so then Subnautica came out and it was a better No Man's Sky than no man's sky and uh, made no man's sky look very bad mm-hmm. but uh but yeah coming to switch that's really cool first person like diving underwater yeah finding cool underwater shit fabricating 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 yeah you know like you yeah, I, I i don't know if that's the term that's used but you like kind of create things with your computer oh and then use them okay yeah i'm only familiar with the word fabricate as it entails oh like like telling a lie or yeah. something. oh i see <laughs> well here's here's it's, it's subnautica a game about horrifying undersea monsters and lying <laughs> i want to eat you i'm made of garbage okay <laughs> but <laughs> the, the good news is the monster is also lying he, right and yes. he doesn't he doesn't want to eat you in the first place yeah yeah so the whole exercise was unnecessary <laughs> yeah uh Takeshi and Hiroshi. Ah uh, yes. Uh this game like is so cool. It's got this claymation aesthetic, mm-hmm. right? In in like the the main game and it's about these two brothers and uh you play the older brother who is like kind of an amateur like computer like like video game programmer. Right. Uh and he's making video games for his brother to play. Uh, who is who is like sick? Yes. Um, or something. Something is wrong with this little brother. He's in a hospital bed. Yeah, I think an inference can be drawn. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure how much gameplay there actually is, but it seems to be about you like making these games, mm-hmm. and and you apparently have the like the ability to like adjust parameters of the game so it's like so it can be like easier to to for your brother to play or harder for him to play. Right. And each of the games within the game have, like, a different, like, sprite-based aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It just seems really, really creative and really cool. Like, and, you, and you know it's going to make you sad. Yeah. You know, Amy, you and Amy love consuming media here's, that makes you sad. Here, here's the thing. Amy Lee saw the trailer, and, like, as soon as she saw the little brother in the hospital bed, she was like, nope. 
<laughs> no, I am not playing this. I refuse and you cannot make me. <laughs> that is, that is uh, unusually prescient of her uh, <laughs> to to note that before just diving headfirst it, into so, depressing media. It, she so, Sometimes she just puts her foot down, you mm-hmm. know, like... <laughs> uh there's this one time we were watching through justice league and justice league unlimited right um and uh she knew ahead of time that uh there was an episode of justice league unlimited that involves like a character dying and batman showing that character compassion <laughs> right um and and it was the last episode of justice league unlimited and we hadn't seen that scene yet mm-hmm. so she's like no no i'm not doing this <laughs> uh I know that it's going to be sad and I refuse I refuse to watch this. There's nothing you can say to make me watch this. And then I said Terry McGinnis is in it and, <laughs> and then we watched it. <laughs> uh that said, um I I have appealed to Amy Lee to play through Takeshi and Hiroshi with me because Right. Uh yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be very sad, but uh, <laughs> but it just seems like such a unique video game experience. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, and and it's Shadow Drop. What the fuck? Yeah, oh, Shadow Drop. I'm dead. <laughs> and it, it Shadow dropped for less than ten dollars. So that's I, great. So I bought it immediately. Oh yeah. Again, haven't played it. Been busy, but it's on the docket. Yeah, yeah. Um. Raji, an ancient epic, is like the Zelda-like game that's set in ancient India and has like, uh, that has like a very like distinctly like Indian aesthetic, and it's like gorgeous. You know, by the way, yeah, it's I mean, like just stunning. Yeah, it's this deep dive into Indian culture and mythology, and uh, and yeah, it's a time console exclusive. Looks very cool, like yes. aw- awesome look for a video game to have. Oh, absolutely, uh, and, and fairly unique, I think too. You know, this is not an aesthetic that you've seen a lot because we just haven't had the representation that that would require. Exactly, yeah. So that's that's great. Uh, I think this game, like, it's great that this game exists. Yes, agree. Uh, it's coming out as a timed console exclusive for the Switch. And guess what, Sean? What Shadow Drop? Dear God, I died. Welcome to my Shadow uh... Drop AS. I'm in hell. (laughs) That's not how that works. (laughs) Hello. Raji is shadow dropping. If any of you are getting ASMR brain tingles from this or whatever, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it had to be this way. Coming. It came, it came out. It, it's out already. <laughs> it's game, a shadow Daniel. drop. What is the next Raji game? the fucking... Please. Breakfast. Okay. It's a cute little bed and breakfast like Sim, where mm-hmm. you kind of build your bed and breakfast and manage it and stuff. And you are a bear. Whoa. I feel like this game... Uh, the, the like the the creator accidentally came up with a title first, and then he made a video game. Yeah, that's this sounds like that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's also a time console exclusive. It's coming out twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Can't shadow drop everything. Can't shadow drop everything. Unrelated, a short hike. Oh, unrelated. <laughs> uh, a short hike mm-hmm. is this. Uh, also, just a beautiful looking game in a completely different way than Raji. Yes. Uh, 
It's a game where you're like a little bird person. Yeah. And you're you're taking a, a short hike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like a neat little like kind of survival, like adventure game. It seems very like wholesome and like mm-hmm. kind of just chill. This and, was definitely one of my favorite games in the presentation. It just looks adorable and yeah. I'm super ready. Yeah. Really neat like kind of... Uh, yeah, just an aesthetic that's hard to uh, describe. Yeah, just like kind of like a washed out pixely kind of thing going on. Yeah, very, yeah. very cool, very unique looking. Uh, yeah, just wholesome vibes for days, and is currently a timed console exclusive for the N- Nintendo Switch because it's shadow dropped. No, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Unrelated. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's here. It came out. Oh, boy. Like a week ago. All right. Yeah. I was not expecting that level of noise, but here we are. In <laughs> My that... level of noise shadow dropped <laughs> into this room. Holy shit. Yeah. That's meta. <laughs> Surprise. Wow. Uh... Yeah, I'm looking forward to a short hike. You don't have to. It's out. I I mean, because I haven't bought it yet. Right. I think it's also relatively cheap, like around $10. Oh, nice. Maybe 15 tops. Well, then I might just have to snapple-dapple that up. I'll shadow drop it onto my Switch. That's, that's not what that means. And then I'll shadow play it. When I'm done, I'll tell you, shadow, that was great. Shadow. <laughs> I'll shadow drop my words into your brain. You have to tell me it was great as Shadow the Hedgehog. My name is Shadow. I'm the world's ultimate life form. And I love the video game. <laughs> Short <laughs> <laughs> Even though I usually would say there's no time for games, I made time for that game, Shadow. You, you sound less like Shadow the Hedgehog the longer you do this voice. My name is Shadow, bitch. <laughs> Oh, he's back. Okay, great. Uh, up next, uh, I feel like this is probably the game you were most pumped about, Sean. Oh, yeah. Card Shark. This game looks great. Yeah, very, very unique looking game. A lot of very unique looking games, honestly, in, in this whole thing. Yeah, it has um, like a historical French setting where you're playing as a card cheat who's trying to kind of cheat your way into high society card games. Yeah. I mean... I mean, they couldn't have made that game more my jam if they had, like, covered a baguette and brie and shoved it in my mouth when I bought it. (laughs) Hi, I'm Labrys from Persona 4 Arena. (laughs) And I'm here to present Card Shock. Hot off the heels of doing a Let's Play of Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together, available on my YouTube channel, <laughs> where I regularly post videos. <laughs> uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to release an Electro House album. <laughs> Goodbye. Is that is that a genre you like? Yeah, it is. That's, that's the genre of one of my favorite bands, Justice. Oh, they yeah. They've I... been described as a as a electro house band i didn't know you're into justice i didn't know that like the genre at large was what you like associate yourself the most with i mean you know i, I like it a lot okay cool yeah. 
All right. <laughs> yep. I, Daniel Thorson, your friend of uh, <laughs> 17 years or so, has learned something new about you today. Congratulations. Thank you. I shadow dropped that knowledge into this podcast. Fuck you, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> uh, no, Card Shark seems really cool. I'm yes. also really intrigued by it. Um, yeah, it it just, it's like high concepts is yeah. bonkers on its own. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I'm very interested to see how that shit turns out me too uh comes out 2021 right. then uh then torchlight 3 was shown yes looks like a torchlight game yeah pets are back yeah uh fall 2020 cool yeah um you you like the torchlight games i do i like the torchlight games i will say that um the original torchlight team is no longer associated with the brand they mm. kind of split up and they're doing their own things right uh so you know this one is under the umbrella of, I think, Perfect World Entertainment. Okay. Uh, so I'll just say that, you know, hopefully they do a good job with it and they uh, make it feel like an authentic Torchlight game. Because yeah. I do, I like that franchise a lot. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yes. Up next, Manifold Garden. Yes. Uh, Very, very cool 3D, like, first person. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, I, I think the idea is that it's meant to be sort of like walking around in an M.C. Escher painting, basically. Yeah, yeah. With, like, kind of non-Euclidean geometry and just a lot of strange stuff going on with, with how the levels are built and how you get around. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Any, it looks, looks really neat. Very artsy. Mm-hmm. Anything else about it that you want to say, Daniel? That's a shadow drop. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, one of the last games they showed, like they gave like a full showcase to, right, was Evergate. Ooh. Uh, very like heartfelt, like kind of uh, another kind of artsy looking game, like this puzzle platformer, mm-hmm. uh, with some really Kingdom of Hearts ass music <laughs> yes. in the trailer. Yeah, like, uh, like it like borderline plagiarism <laughs> uh in in the track that they used um yeah it seems it seems interesting yeah 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 it doesn't, doesn't really look like my thing personally right uh but maybe if it's your thing you've already played it because it i would just like to say that daniel almost fell out of his chair doing that it was damn close. <laughs> he had to lean against an end table in order to stay conscious. <laughs> <laughs> if I had fallen off of the futon that I'm that I'm like laying across right now in order to perform that bit, it would have been worth it. I see. Yeah. The the things I do for art. The things you do for shadow drops. So then there was a, a montage of of games, yes, including Haven. This like this kind of cool slash weird mix of like <laughs> Breath of the Wild and Persona aesthetically. Like mm-hmm. you were kind of like hovering through like these like these lush fields and like tackling uh, like weird big balls of like robot energy or something. Yeah. And then it also kind of had like uh, like kind of Persona esque like. Uh, like dialogue right um yeah it's coming out later this year uh going under this chaotic arcadey looking game about a workplace in hell or something coming out september, yeah coming out september 24th the red lantern uh first person story game about dog sledding voiced by ashley birch oh i think it uh, i think it's shown in uh i think it was shown in a previous uh nintendo indie right. thing uh, that's coming out autumn 2020 
unrailed a railroad simulator with a voxel pixel aesthetic, like those big chunky 3D pixels. Yeah, um, coming September 23rd, a demo with Shadow Dropped. Oh, shoot! (laughs) Yeah, we're not doing that about the demos. So, (laughs) uh, struggling this game where you're like, uh, like a weird, like, alien collection of, like, limbs and, like, a disembodied head just, like, squirming around these Mm -hmm. different 2D maps. It looks fucking disgusting. Yep. Like, and just, like, just, like, that really, like, I don't know, like, uh... Like a D tier budget Adult Swim cartoon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, aesthetically, like uh, it just looks gross. Not into it. August twenty seventh, uh, in most a two D horror game with kind of like a what if we took like Game Boy sprites, but then like made the graphics around it like contemporary sprites, right? Uh, actually, looks like uh, I hope I don't sound like sarcastic or mean when I say that because uh-huh. it actually like. Comes together in a pretty cool way. I think. yeah 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 yeah. No, I'm 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 into experimental horror games, so it's yeah. on my radar. Yeah, it comes out August twenty first. Uh, she dreams elsewhere. Probably the coolest looking game in the montage, at least <laughs> um, to me. Mm. Uh, it was really neat looking, like Earthbound ish RPG. You do like those? Oh yeah, I love those. Yeah, I, I do. Um, because, like, every time someone is inspired by Earthbound enough to make a game that, like, riffs off of it, uh-huh. they always have, they're always weird enough people that there's something <laughs> really unique about the game. Sure. Right? Like, like right, there's Jimmy and the Pulsating Mass, uh-huh. which was very derivative until, like, it kind of revealed uh, some uh, some things that really differentiated the experience, right? right? The um, Undertale, obviously, uh-huh. um, like one of the, yeah, just one of the most remarkable and unique games I've played in the last 10 years. Um, I, I guess if you listen to our games of the decade, you'll see exactly uh, how remarkable and unique I think it is yeah. in the last 10 years. And if you increase your pledge on Patreon, you <laughs> might the... get to see firsthand just what kind of game it is, because then I will play the rest of it. <laughs> On my YouTube channel. Well, we 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 have we have time to plug later. Uh, it was relevant. <laughs> yeah, but she dreams elsewhere looks neat. Yeah, Grindstone, a puzzle game roguelike that re- released on Apple Arcade last year. Ah. Uh, it's coming to Switch Autumn 2020. Okay, and Goner Two, like a shooter platformer thing, sequel yeah. to Goner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Autumn 2020. Cool. That was the montage, and then they finally were like, okay, that's everything, and then you just hear honking and screaming, right. and then they reveal that uh, Untitled Goose Game is getting a free co-op update September 23rd, and a physical version for the Switch is also coming soon. Which is cool. Very cool. Yeah, the lead into that was cute in in a very cheesy way. Just the two hosts going like, yeah. oh no, what's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, oh no, what's that? Honk, honk, honk. Oh no, it's loose! Like the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> The who the guy who said like it's loose like yeah. had like the perfect inflection. Yes, that was and then good. and the girl's like cut, cut to the trailer, cut to the trailer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah I thought the build up to that was very funny and good. Me too. Um, yeah, and I honestly yeah, if you can get an announcement from the Untitled Goose Game guys, then capping your presentation with that is a very smart thing to do. Oh yeah, I mean that Goose Game is really popular, so. <laughs> <laughs> well put sean <laughs> thanks i was trying to think of like a, a g word for the alliteration but i didn't want to say it's great because i haven't played it so i don't know if it is or not i can say it's great okay uh yeah i i only played about half of it but uh but yeah really 
really fun, uh, distinct experience. And now you can play it again with your fiancé. Oh, I could. Yeah. We could be geese together. Yeah. I also tried to think of uh, a, 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 a G alliteration thing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a couple game game and geese. Okay, that's that's all I got. All right. Uh, but yeah, that that was the Indie World presentation for August yeah. 2020. Really solid. A lot of great, really interesting looking stuff. Yeah. And of course, many things were, you know, dropped in an, in an S way. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic lineup. And I bought two games immediately after the presentation. Dang. Yeah. Well, you know, one I didn't buy... <laughs> Uh, because I downloaded it on Xbox Game Pass. Sure. Um, but still, you're but checking yeah. it out. Yeah, like I I acquired two games immediately after the presentation. Yes. And I'm taking a look at a short hike also. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like when some of these games come out later, like Hades, Card Shark, uh... She Dreams Elsewhere. She Dreams Elsewhere. Um. Yeah. Those. Those are all games that I really want to pick up, uh, when they're available. So yeah. A A plus presentation. A plus. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was just really great. Like, it, this year everything's getting delayed. Nothing's <laughs> coming out, and then mm-hmm. six games came out. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. The, on that day, the power of indies. They the, do what they want. They do what they can. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that the any other thoughts? Um uh, No, just that that was a really solid presentation and I am uh looking forward to checking out many of the games featured in it. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Hmm? I just said yeah. 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 All right, DC Fandom. DC Fandom. So yeah, it happened over the course of Saturday, which is yesterday for us as, right. as of this recording. I'd also just like to say that they only were broadcasting it officially on the DC website, and that's stupid. It is stupid. Like, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we watched announcements during via we watched various announcements via either YouTube videos that were uploaded after they were streamed right. on the DC channel or. Uh, in the case of the Suicide Squad announcement, we found a person on on Twitch who was streaming the stream yes. without commentary. Uh, God bless that person. Yes. Whoever you are, you're Superman. <laughs> Sorry, you have to die now. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn is going to murder you. So, uh, the first announcement of, of the day. Uh, so, we we didn't check out most of the movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up talking a lot about the Suicide Squad movie during during our predictions episode, so we'll bring that up. Okay. But uh, but yeah, like uh, you know, there were various movie announcements, and we're not really going to go too in depth with those uh, because I haven't watched most of the movie announcements, honestly. Right. I watched the Batman teaser. Yeah, the, I did the Robert too. the Robert Pattinson Batman teaser, where he just beats the shit out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> There's. Uh, a friend on Facebook uploaded a meme, and the meme was like, uh, Batman, when he finds out I'm holding an eighth, and then it's, <laughs> and then it's just a gif of Robert yeah. Pattinson, Batman just just pummeling. Just savagely this... destroying someone's face. Yeah, with his fist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, the, the Batman seems 
very very edgy but a lot of batman movies tend to be yeah you know i'll i'll see it in yeah, some way yeah Pro- probably not in theaters yeah unless well, things really get fixed up before it comes out yeah i mean it's not coming out for at least a year or two right yeah yeah <laughs> fair <laughs> enough uh but yeah uh i'm yeah i'm, I'm intrigued i'm i'm interested robert, yeah. robert pattison does you know, he seems like he'll be a fine Batman. He seems like he'll be a really good Bruce Wayne. Yes, and it'll be nice to see a Bruce Wayne who's not like, you know, kind of an older man ready already to pass his power on to a Robin or whatever. Right. Like it'll yeah. be cool to see a younger Batman. Yeah, he's like he's he's just got like a sexy mouth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like his his jawline uh-huh, is, sure, just, sure. is just like is it's just hotter that i've ever seen like you know it's like not like not like other batmans didn't have sexy jawlines uh i'm just imagining like a batman i'm gonna take you down oh i'm sorry bats i was distracted by your (laughs) sexy mouth (laughs) could you say that again please i mean obviously like batmans have had sexy like jawlines in the past right like like that chiseled batman jawline that's that's sexy Mm -hmm. that's sexy but like uh, but th- th- this is the kind of like male swimsuit model sexy <laughs> that I'm not used to seeing on Batman. Yeah, it's it's a very kind of lithe, graceful, lithe, graceful Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead um, of like one thing actually that really impressed me uh, during the Bat beatdown that we referenced earlier is just mm. kind of the range of movement that he had in oh, the costume. Yeah. yeah, because usually Batman looks very wooden when he's fist fighting, and in right. this case, I mean, he could really move his whole body to destroy that man. Yeah, no, he he was kicking some ass. I yeah. I think he will do a good job from an acting perspective. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm not sure if I'm convinced that he looks like Batman to me, but maybe that's something I'll get used to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm willing to give, uh, Robbie, Robbie a little shot here. Well, I mean, we know you love his mouth. I love Robert's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yep. <laughs> I just, like, imagine myself, like, editing this, like, while my fiance. I was just thinking like, that her, what yeah, her reaction yeah, gonna like, be. Yeah, like, she's, she's either gonna think it's hilarious or she's going to absolutely hate hearing <laughs> every word of this. <laughs> Uh, just because of she, yeah, she'll either think it's hilarious or fucking cursed what I'm yes, saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so this is mostly game talk, but we in the middle we will have some Suicide Squad movie talk, right? Uh, because we ended up predicting the cast of the movie a lot. Uh, Gotham Knights, yeah, is the WB Montreal Batman game. Um, yeah, I got announced with a trailer and then like a seven minute gameplay video. I think it looks very promising based on what we've seen so far, which was not a lot. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's right now it's a video game that I'm going to buy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, uh, it's, uh, you know, it showed a trailer that establishes that it's set after the events of Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman is quote dead unquote. Right. Uh, you maybe Bruce is actually dead. If we're gonna throw a prediction out there, I think he's not. Yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah, like I I don't know what form his resurrection will take. You know yeah. what that reveal will be. 
but uh, yeah, I mean, he's he, he's got to show up. Yeah, the uh, in the game you can play as Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood. Right. Uh, you can either play it single player or a two person online co op. Very cool. Uh, where yeah, where the second character can just kind of drop in and help you out. Right. Um, and what I think will happen is like two one of two things mm-hmm. right either in the last third of the story bruce wayne will emerge as alive and then you'll be able to play as batman as an unlockable fifth character right or uh they will tease that bruce is alive at the very end of the game and then uh, he'll be playable dlc okay yeah, yeah that makes sense i'm still wondering if he's gonna like get i don't know like resurrected with a lazarus pit and brainwashed into a court of owl guy or something you Ooh, know? i think like that's that possible angle. yeah oh yeah i think that's very possible so uh mr freeze and the court of owls are two things are villains that are confirmed for the yes. story and we saw a gameplay that was part of the mis- that was uh in the mr freeze part of the game right and uh they actually cut like right when like a mr <laughs> freeze boss battle starts up yeah but there were plenty of shots of batgirl walking down icy corridors and not doing anything yeah we had a, we had a lot of that yeah yeah um yeah and uh and yeah seven minutes of gameplay it definitely looks like a a co- like a contemporary update to the arkham formula yes um but you know I I would I'd play a game that is that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it does. It looks like Arkham Knight, uh, made with a newer engine. Right. Like, in, in a lot of ways, <laughs> it just looks like mm-hmm. that, and I think that's probably fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, and I think it'll be really cool to to play. Uh, one one thing that they didn't like straight up like say explicitly, but one thing that seems implied, uh, as long as this isn't just like kind of uh kind of a vertical slice uh manufactured specifically for the showcase that'll be a completely different experience or uh-huh. uh, or a downgraded experience once it's fully released sure as long as it's not that the implication seems to be that in all these cutscenes where the characters face off against mr freeze and like and interact with different things since you can be any of the four playable characters at any time right. uh, that means that that means that red hood might have a different interaction with Mr. Freeze's doomsday device mm-hmm. than Batgirl does. That would know? be very cool. Yeah, like, true. uh, there might be, yeah, completely different dialogue for each character, and maybe even different pairs of characters, mm-hmm. uh, depending on when you are playing as them and what part of the game. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there, and we'll see whether or not it, the game lives up to it at release. Yeah, because, like, one thing I loved about Spider-Man PS4, right, mm-hmm. is that is that for most of the dialogue in the game, they recorded two completely different voice tracks. <laughs> right. One where Spider-Man is exerting himself, which, you know, they'll use that track when you're swinging through the air. Right. right? Or uh, or a voice track where he's saying the exact same line, but not exerting himself. Yeah. So if you're just like perching on a building or something, he'll he'll say it normally <laughs> and, and, and not in that way. Very so they, well done. Yeah, so... If, if Gotham Knights has that attention to detail, I'm I'm so in. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, PS5, and Xbox Series X in 2021. Dang. Yeah. Um yeah, looking forward to it. Excited to like see more villain reveals and more gameplay. Me too. Yeah. So uh, then later that day, the Suicide Squad roll call video came out. Yes. Apparently, there's also like just like a sneak peek at the movie proper. I, no. haven't, I haven't seen that. Me neither. But I did watch the roll call, which reveals 
who pretty much all of the uh, <laughs> all of the mysterious cast members that we talked about last time, which characters they're playing in the Suicide Squad. Right. Jean and I had a lot of guesses. I think a lot of our guesses were great. Mm-hmm. Included Idris Elba as Deathstroke. Yeah. Uh, John Cena as Sportsmaster. <laughs> um. Uh, Peter Capaldi as the Clock King. Mm-hmm. Like, I think those are some good guesses. Oh, for sure, and they were all wrong. Uh, every single guess, <laughs> we did not make a single correct guess for the Suicide Squad cast because James Gunn made some just some ridiculously deep cuts. Oh yeah, these were like to the bone, gotta go in for stitches cuts. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have not heard of more characters in this cast than i have <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy. that's impressive for you because you're the comics guy yeah i'm a comics guy I, I was a dc guy for a long time yeah you know le- less so these days but uh but i was really into dc stuff for a long ass time oh yeah so the cast reveal uh, the roll call uh showed off margot robbie as harley quinn of never course. heard of her Jai Courtney is Captain Boomerang, of course. Yeah. Joel Kinnaman is Rick Flagg, of course. Mm-hmm. And Viola Davis is Amanda Waller, of course. Right. Then we got Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Yeah. Uh, like a, he looks like Deadshot. Yeah. Age. Uh, but this is a Superman villain. He's a felon who shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Right. Um, John Cena as Peacemaker. So. We made the wrong guess for John Cena, but when we were talking, we did float the idea of maybe instead of a Suicide Squad member, he will play a superhero that antagonizes the Suicide Squad. Yes. We did float that idea, and Peacemaker is traditionally a superhero. John Cena uh, describes Peacemaker as a douchey Captain America. (laughs) Which is a great fit for John Cena. I'm not saying he's douchey, but just he'll be able to pull that right off. Oh, yeah. No, he will do a great job playing that character. Peter Capaldi as the thinker, this, uh, this, yeah, this dude with, like, all these fucking, like, wires sticking out of his head, mm-hmm. and I think he has, like, mind control shit going on. Sure. Great role for, uh... Oh, yeah. For Peter Capaldi. Alice Braga as Sol Soria, who is apparently an original character. Um, apparently there's, there's another, like, minor character from the Suicide Squad named, like, John Soria or something, okay. and he dies. Uh, so here's Sol Soria. Sure. Pete Davidson is Blackguard. Uh, Blackguard is uh, is a Booster Gold villain. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, Pete Davidson is a weird-looking guy. Yes, that he, is true. He looks weird, and seeing him in this movie is weird. Um, <laughs> sorry, Pete Davidson. Daniel hates your head. <laughs> I'm not that sorry, Pete. Uh, <laughs> David Dasmalchian is Polkadot Man, who we, who we already knew about. Right. He looks great. Oh, yes. Excellent costume design. Michael Rooker is Savant. Uh, he's got these weird goggles. Apparently, trying to discover Batman's secret identity. Okay, I I could see the movie just having like a running gag where he knows Batman's secret identity uh-huh. and he keeps trying to say that it's Bruce Wayne, but he gets interrupted constantly. <laughs> right, because the Suicide Squad just doesn't care for yeah, one reason or another. Right, That'd yeah. be funny. Um, Nathan Fillion has TDK. Uh, who there's no character in in the DC canon named TDK. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a new character at first, but then we found out his full name is the same full name as the hilarious DC deep cut character Arm Fall Off Boy. This is incredible news. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, if you uh like all the characters like in the roll call like have their own like cool logos. Right. If you look at TDK's logo. 
uh, TDK's logo has two severed arms on it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Nathan Fillion is playing Arm Falloff Boy. Arm Falloff Boy, for the uninitiated, is a superhero who can detach and throw his arms. Yes. And that's it. Yeah, that's that's it. I'm pretty sure he died in his first appearance, <laughs> and then he just like kept like coming back like as a gag. So... Nathan Billy is TDK, apparently a version of Arm Falloff Boy. He was so embarrassed by his power and his name <laughs> that he gave himself a cool new name and persona. Okay. Uh, that That's my guess for what Arm Falloff sure. Boy is going to be in uh, in Suicide Squad. Storm Reed is Tyler Dubois, who is Bloodstort's... Bloodstort. <laughs> Storm Reed is Tyler Reed... Storm Reed is Tyla Dubois. Yep. And she is Bloodsport's daughter. Good job, Daniel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh Daniela Melchior is Ratcatcher 2. Uh a younger girl version of Ratcatcher that does not exist in the comics. Okay. Uh Ratcatcher's only been one person in the comics, and it's been like an old man. Okay. Uh so yeah. Uh, they they just made a a new like rat catcher successor su- specifically for this movie. I'm into that. Yeah, me too. Uh, Steve Agi Agi Steve Agi Steve Agi as King Shark, the voice of King Shark specifically. I think it might be Agi Steve Agi, but I don't know. Well, Steve, he's yep. he's the voice in King Shark. We knew that already. DVA Sean Gunn. Is the voice of Weasel. Right. Uh, Rocket Raccoon vibes. Yeah, just had to get a little furry guy in there. Yeah. Or it wouldn't be a movie, you know. Yeah, by James Gunn. Yeah. And of course, he gets his brother to play this this character. He's like cursed Rocket Raccoon. That's what he looks <laughs> right. like. Yes. He's like if Rocket Raccoon was unsettling. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they threw him in initially, or like if, if Sean Gunn, cons- or, uh, not Sean Gunn, uh, James Gunn, to conceptualize the character during his kind of ouster where he was not going to be involved with guardians of the galaxy going forward oh sure yeah like, oh, i'll show those fuckers i'll make stupid rocket raccoon <laughs> <laughs> what why do you, why are all of your like why are all of your imagined scenarios where james gunn is recovering from getting fired by by Disney and Marvel, like just like this vicious, like I will, I will have my revenge. I mean, if I was fired by Disney, I'd hate Disney. <laughs> if you were fired by anyone, you'd hate them, Sean. Exactly, Daniel. <laughs> I don't hate people when I'm fired by them. You don't yeah. hate Walmart. I mean, I hate Walmart for reasons unrelated to my firing. Correlation is causation in the Sean verse. <laughs> um. Uh, Flula Borg as Javelin. Right. A, I had to look this up on Wikipedia. A former German Olympic athlete who turned to a life <laughs> of crime and throws, like, different gimmick javelins. He's just Sportsmaster, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> He's Sportsmaster, but more specific. Yes. Uh, Therefore he, worse. Javelin is a Green Lantern villain for some reason. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really get why Captain Cold's a Flash villain, so I guess that's fine. I... Captain Cold is a Flash villain. It makes more sense. Why? Well, he, uh, you know, cold slows people down. You, you, if if you're if you're cold, you're not gonna run real fast. It's not with the speed force, right? It's like a metaphysical fuck fucking aura. 
Yeah, but the Speed Force wasn't always a thing in Flash mythology. Oh, okay. Captain Cold was an early Flash villain. I see. So at that time, he was just like, hey, I'm snart. I'm going to slow you down with the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Okay. Because, yeah, like, you know, like, initially Flash's, like, uh, enemies were all kind of like, oh, what's what's a good enemy to being fast? I know, being cold. Right. You know, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who came up with Mirror Master and decided that that was a counter to fast, but... I mean, you know, if you're running toward a mirror and you see you running toward you, you might get surprised. (laughs) Incredible, incredible argument. Thanks, man. Uh... (laughs) So... Uh, finally, Mei Ling Ing, Ing. Uh, sure. Uh, I, I I would think so. Uh, yeah, Mei Ling Ing as Mongal, ah. uh, who is Mongul's sister. <laughs> so the the character is really called Mongal. Yeah. Ooh, that's some old comic book naming. Yeah, I you know I I don't know if it's that old. I think maybe she's like eighties, like at the oldest. Mm, okay, so well, which which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, eighties makes sense for Mongal. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, that's that's the cast they showed off. Yeah, I mean, very promising. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, uh, like, man, who who knows how this movie's gonna be? But that that's a cool cast. <laughs> well, I I liked Birds of Prey a lot. Yeah, um, and you know, this is kind of the continuation of that uh, universe. So we got I... we got uh, we got James Gunn in there. We we know he's good. Yeah, like you, you know, like Gar. I have a. I have a weird relationship with Guardians of the Galaxy because I I enjoyed the movies as they came out, but what they did to the rest of the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe leaves mm-hmm. leaves a weird taste in my mouth. That's not unfair. Yeah, I, but I think that you know, broadly speaking, there's a recipe for success here. We just have to see whether the cake will rise or whether it will come out of the oven completely flat and tasteless. Yeah, yeah. See, like DC is still producing. Uh, so, like, you know, I think there's a chance it'll be good. I think there's a chance that it won't. <laughs> sure. Uh, but the moral of the story is, watch Birds of Prey, everybody. It's pretty good. And it's on HBO Max. Whoa! <laughs> it is now on HBO Max. As, Whoa! As we, as we speak. Right. Yeah. That's not a shadow drop, because it was already there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, finally, let's talk. Well, not finally, but uh, but up next, let's talk about Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was it was announced with a weird skit. Yeah, uh, performed by Will Arnett. Uh, pretty funny at times. Pre- at times, yeah, yeah. Humor was hit or miss. Um, <laughs> I did love how like just like lazy the introduction was. Like yes. like Will Will Arnett just celebrates and it's like ah. Oh! Oh, teleporters hurt. Uh, well, look at this. And then it just showed the trailer. Like, I like that. That was and really funny. I also liked that King Shark was just a huge Will Arnett fan. Yes. There's that a, was funny. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a segment where, like, he uh, ends up in a, like, a cell phone conference call with the four main characters. Yeah. And King Shark was just like, oh, oh, Will Arnett, I'm a big <laughs> fan. I loved BoJack Horseman. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was funny. Yeah, that was that, good. That gag was very funny. A lot of the rest of it felt kind of flat. Yes. Uh, also, like every time I see Will Arnett, like in a new thing, it's like he's gra- he's like gargled 
with more asphalt <laughs> since the last time I've heard him speak. Yeah, he, uh, yep. Yeah. I guess that'll be good if they make any more Lego Batman movies. Uh, they won't. Oh. Uh, the rights to Lego movies have been transferred to a different company. Oh. Uh, Warner Bros. is not making more Lego movies. And in fact, uh, the Million Brick Race, uh, a cool, like, wacky races but with Lego characters movie I was really looking forward to, um, uh, got canceled. Oh. Yeah, not coming out anymore. Wow. And Lego Batman 2 was, like, in development, but it looks like that's also canceled. This shadow drop hurts my soul. This is, this is the opposite of a shadow drop. It's new. It's shadow to me, Daniel. <laughs> you are ruining the phrase shadow drop. You can't just shadow drop things into my life like this. I wish I could shadow drop you out of my life. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Suicide Squad to Kill the Justice League has four playable characters, or at least announced four playable characters. Right. Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark. We called all of them except King Shark, and I think maybe we even mentioned King Shark. At one point I was like, oh, Killer hmm. Killer Croc would be like a cool playable character. Like right. Maybe he'll be there. Uh and I think I even possibly said either him or King Shark. Okay. But I don't remember, so maybe... And it wasn't a firm, you know... It wasn't yeah. Like, oh, we'll definitely be King Shark. Oh, wow! So, you know, we'll just brush it off. Yeah, but uh, but we did call three of the four. That's not bad. Yeah. 75%? Yeah. C. It's a C. It's yeah. neither a minus or a plus. And, you know, we, we, got a, we got a fun kind of edgy trailer where they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're all swearing and hanging out. Yeah. And then they kill some... Some guys with guns, yep. and then uh, and then Superman shows up, uh, like possessed by Darkseid or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and Captain Boomerang's like, oh, fuck. and then you know it, it ends. I was waiting because there's a period of time where Superman is like silhouetted. Yeah, and everyone's like, wow, I can't believe Superman just rescued us from that guy. I thought it was going to be Bizarro. Oh yeah! Just the whole time I was waiting for the clouds to part and for them to be like, "Me am make you live," and then he like attacks them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The the game's called Kill the Justice League, so I figured that sure. Yeah, once we saw Superman silhouette, it's like okay, cool. That's but, you know, I, I I was wondering if it was going to be like Bizarro Man Bat and kind of like an anti Justice League. Oh, I see. But instead, it was just evil superheroes. Yeah, nah. I mean, which is which I'm fine with. Yeah. Yeah, once I saw like Dark Side, it's like oh, like like that big Dark Side like uh, mm-hmm. um, like monument, right? Like, that it kind of opened with. I'm like, okay, Dark Side has brainwashed all of the superheroes, and that's why it's okay for the Suicide Squad to kill them, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. We after that trailer and Will Arnett like talking for way too long, uh, he ended up also interviewing the developer who dropped some more details, like. The game will be one to four player seamless co-op. You mm-hmm. can play the whole game single single player as you want, or uh, or like three other friends can drop in online, and you can all play through right. uh, different parts of the game together. Uh, yeah, you can play through the whole game with any amount of players. Uh, if you're in single player, the other squad members are AI, and you can swap to them at any time, which is cool. Yeah, it takes place in the Arkham video game universe. Also interesting. Um, and Will Arnett will probably voice a character in the game. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, no gameplay at all. Right. Uh but and it's coming out 2022 for uh PS5 and Xbox Series X. Okay. Yeah. So clearly they've got some work to do still. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, Rock City's got a good pedigree. Mm-hmm. I have I have faith that that game will be pretty neat. Um, and you know, you can kind of, uh, you can kind of in uh, infer in uh, infer would be like learning based, kind of make making a guess based on the information that we already have. Yeah, uh, you can you can kind of guess uh, some things that will be in the game. For example, every character in the trailer like used guns at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, including like King Shark, who's well, not, who's weird. not really known for guns. Yeah. So, so that kind of implies that in the video game, you'll be able to use guns as any character. Right. Maybe you'll have access to different assortments of guns, depending Maybe. on which character you are, but gun will be a mechanic. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're doing it as almost kind of a homogenizing thing in terms of the gameplay. Like no matter who you drop in as, you'll have the familiar gunplay. You know, yeah. it's not like oh, I have to play as Captain Boomerang with the boomerangs. <laughs> so you can just pull out a shotgun and stunt on Superman. Yeah, I'm sure that's the exact scenario. Oh yeah, yeah, because Superman has two weaknesses: magic and shotgun. Yes, exactly. Yeah, not Kryptonite. Yeah, no, Kryptonite's totally out I of the equation. About, I forgot about Kryptonite. <laughs> you just you just hold that up to him. He's like, mm. but then you blast him with a shotgun. He's like, oh, and he dies. Yeah, Kill the Justice League is a very short game. Yes, once you get the shotgun, it kind I mean, of, yeah, I mean yeah. after that because everyone else is also weak to shotguns. Yeah, because they're normal humans. Yeah, Batman weak to shotguns. Yeah, Green Lantern weak, weak to shotguns. shotguns. Wonder the, Woman. The the Flash as long as the shotgun is cold. <laughs> <laughs> right, of course, yeah. yeah. You actually have to work with Captain Cold. He's like, I'm snarred. I'll make shotgun <laughs> cold. Snart. <laughs> and then you have a cold shotgun for the rest of the game. I, I like how you complain about how long the correction segment is, but now you've called back to the longest and most unnecessary part of the correction segment so much that I have to include it in the final edit. Look, man, the fact that you love corrections is snart my problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was so unfunny I didn't even snart. Oh. You know who you are, Sean? What? A snarty boomer. <laughs> Did you... Were you thinking of that for the period of time that we were holding? And yeah. Then finally, okay. Yeah. Good job, Daniel. Thank you. That was snart funny. I already... We already... <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't get that one. We already used that one. Uh, too late. I already did it. What are you going to do? Probably remove it from the full cut, oh, bitch. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's that. This is suicide, Suicide Squad. It'll yep. probably, it'll probably be fun. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing actual gameplay. Like that, that game is definitely not going to come out, and the critics will be like, "This game sucks." You know, yeah. like it'll at least be okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. But speaking of things that we didn't see, uh Injustice 3 was a no-show. Yeah. Um Ed Boon, uh so damn. Wow. That was so loud I almost snarted myself. See, that's the new one. Hey. So 
So here's here's something weird that happened. So DC Fandom was scheduled for the end of August. Right. And then like less than a week before DC Fandom started, mm-hmm. uh, DC was like, hey, so DC Fandom looks like it's going to be so big that we're splitting it into two events. Mm. One that will happen at the end of August and one that will happen uh, on September 12th. Okay. Um, and they're splitting, basically they split most of the announcements into yesterday's presentation. Right. And the community stuff is mostly going to be September 12th. Sure. So Ed Boon, uh, he was on the list of guests, but he's been moved to the September 12th fandom. Okay. Um, and apparently he'll be talking about Injustice via a digital panel. Hmm. But now, what does that mean? Yeah, it could just mean that he's doing a retrospective and sure. he has no new announcements to make. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be lame, though. It would be lame, but I mean... I mean, unless it was like, I'm Ed Boon, and so that we aren't mistreating our workers, we're gonna do delay Injustice Three. I mean, that, it's yeah. gonna come out in 2028. Um, you know, I'd still take that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Ed Boon doesn't sound like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. All, all of uh, all the games that were gonna come out in 2020 are are gonna be released between 2021 and 2023 now, anyway. So <laughs> That's 2028 true. is fine. Yeah, we'll have enough games to play thanks to the delays that happened this year. I mean, shit, I could just play Animal Crossing for eight years. <laughs> you could. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, there might be there might be no new announcements at all regarding Injustice 3. Right. Um, one thing that could be cool, actually, if he was at the panel and he just did, like, a retrospective, and he was just like, here's here's the guest characters that we didn't <laughs> include in, in, uh, in 1 and 2 due to, due to rights issues. And Here's he shows, Neo. Yeah, it just was like concept art for Neo as a yeah. guest character. Ah, uh, that'd which, be so cool. Which we know almost happened, but they, they couldn't uh, right. they, they couldn't clinch it. Which um, sucks. Yeah. I, I feel like he's coming to 3. Um, Alright. Yeah. Man, Neo and a Power Ranger in Justice 3. Oh, man. Like Neo fighting a Power Ranger. My dream is for Neo to be a guest character and then Kenshi from Mortal Kombat to be a guest character as well. Ooh. For him to be like the MK rep. Okay. So there can just be lots of jokes about them. Yeah. Thinking, like being confused for each other, you know, meeting each other and thinking one is impersonating the other. I mean, it's just, there's so much potential for Ed Boon-level jokes. Yeah, that, that <laughs> seems like one of the least likely things to happen. Just like, oh, come on! Just, there's so many Mortal Kombat characters in line to guess mm-hmm. before Kenshi would be on the on the list. At the very least, like, some other Mortal Kombat character will be in it, and they will think Neo is Kenshi. Yes, there and you I'll, go. I'll accept that as a substitute. Yeah, there you go. Reluctantly, there. with a bitter taste in my mouth. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, not not much injustice stuff to talk about because there were no announcements, right? But maybe we'll end up talking about it in September. Ho ho ho! What what do you think? Do you think it's getting announced in September? Uh, I I hmm. I think that we're going to get splash art for it and a year that it's coming out. Okay, and no other information at the end of the panel. Okay. Like just the logo, and yeah. like Injustice Three coming out twenty twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it. I could see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think your thing. I think your thing's gonna happen. All right, cool. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, not cool because I wish that it was the whole game. I wish they would shadow drop it. In fact, <laughs> yeah, I I would want like just a big old trailer that just like yeah, yes. just shows off like Beast Boy and Static. You yeah, know? yeah, and Huntress. But yeah, I think your thing's much more likely. Okay, cool. Yeah, very cool. Yay. Love love non announcements. Yeah. All right, let's open a little bit of listener mail. Zoop. I got it for you, Daniel. Here it is. I'm opening a mailbox that is far away from you. <laughs> uh, Not and Freak on Twitter says, Looks like the boomerang from the Suicide Squad game trailer has super speed. Oh. So it might be Owen Mercer. But he's typically more of a good guy, so not sure how he ended up on the Suicide Squad. Hmm. Thanks, Don Freak. So, yeah, um, it, this was a very interesting catch because uh, he's right. Uh, Digger Harkness, uh, mm. the the first Captain Boomerang, doesn't have any powers. He just has boomerangs. Okay. However, uh, in the DC continuity, he has a son named Owen Mercer. Mm-hmm. And Owen Mercer has super speed because... Huh. Uh, because his mom is, she has powers. I think she also has super speed. Okay. Um. So then, like, he's he's you know, Owen Owen's able to throw boomerangs at super speed and kind of become like a more deadly hmm. successor to his father, who who dies shortly after uh, after they meet. Okay. And that's why Owen takes up the mantle. I see. Um. But he's typically a, a good Captain Boomerang. Yeah, Owen Mercer is kind of an anti-hero. I like see. He, he does, yeah, he, he ends up on the Suicide Squad at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he's generally he's generally more of a good guy than he is. He's, he's, okay. a, he's uh, yeah, he, he generally kind of breaks rules for, like, noble-ish reasons. Sure. But then, like murders people to revive his father and mm. then dies in the process and okay yeah he's, comic books he he uh he he becomes a black lantern and then dies wow. yeah yeah his the, the way his arc ended kind of sucked and he's been dead in the comics since apparently that is an interesting catch though because i i remember watching the trailer and seeing captain boomerang like seemingly teleport around I'm going, like, what, what's he doing? Why is yeah. he doing that? Doesn't he throw boomerangs? He does throw boomerangs. Right. Uh, anyway, I hope this isn't Owen, because A, uh, Owen is an Australian. He doesn't have the Australian accent. Okay. Um, And B, uh, uh, Owen is not that ugly. <laughs> uh, uh. Like, oh, like, oh, Owen is, uh, Owen's like kind of a, kind of like a, like a dude in his 20s. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like, what if Captain Boomerang was kind of a sexy bad boy? You know? Right, sure. Uh, and Digger Harkness is much more of like a, just a slovenly, like disgusting, yeah. like Australian man in his forties, <laughs> right? Uh, like, like that that portrayal of Captain Boomerang that we saw in the game was much more Digger Harkness than it was Owen Mercer. Okay, so if they just made him Owen Mercer with Digger Harkness's aesthetic. And personality mm-hmm. and Australian accent and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you just technically made him Owen Mercer so you could give him super speed, uh, that, that would be disappointing to me. Sure. But whatever. Like, either way, that was an interesting catch. Thank you, Not and Freak. Yes, thank you. If you know, want to know where else you can catch us, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash group. Yes, yes, yes. And our Patreon is literally $2 away from the $200 goal where Sean yeah. will start or will continue 
playing his playthrough of Undertale which on sto- YouTube. Which stopped because we got so busy doing podcast stuff that I didn't have the motivation to keep doing it. So, yeah. <laughs> circle of life. So, so, yeah, if we get to that point, I will pay him to finish. <laughs> uh, and then we'll we'll get to finally see what Sean thinks about more than the first half hour of Undertale. Yes. So, if that sounds, if that sounds worth $2, mm-hmm. yeah, send, send that on over. We're we're so close. Yeah. Um two dollars money into the money machine. Two dollars will get you uh the polls level so you right. can vote on things like uh potential future episodes of a smashing theory mm-hmm. or what game slash movie Amy and I will play slash watch for a future episode of Console Cinema. Yeah. And um very soon, I'll be putting a sneak peek of the new podcast we were working on and uh, stopped working on uh, because life got hard. Yeah, uh, I've I've finally been like working on that again and editing uh, the stuff that we recorded almost a year ago. So, uh, so if that sounds cool, if you want to check that out, it's our actual play project. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, if if you give us a dollar, you'll be able to check that out probably by the end of the month. Yeah, so then if if two of you each gave a dollar, you would get that podcast and also Undertale. Yeah. Not, not to play yourself, but yeah, I would play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not giving away Undertale. Just anyway, all right, that's, that's, enough, that's enough of the plug segment <laughs> that got kind of long-winded. All that, right. That, that got away from us a bit. Um. Next time on A Smashing Theory. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about this until I said the words next time. We'll both eat a cake, a really big one. No! <laughs> it'll be on the podcast, and we'll have to talk all the way through it. <laughs> Why? Is, that's the worst idea you've had. It's better than nothing. <laughs> Game, Gamescom. Gamescom will have happened, we'll talk about Gamescom. I didn't really... Th- I didn't really think of much to predict right. for Gamescom. Um, apparently, there's going to be some kind of Fall Guys news. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh, Amy and I have been playing a lot of Fall Fall Guys over the past week. Uh, very cute and fun. Yeah, it seems cute. Yeah. I've watched it. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, apparently they're going to reveal stuff for Season 2. Cool. So I imagine more, more games that will be in right. Fall Guys shows. And presumably more costumes. Yeah, more costumes and whatnot. Yeah. yeah so that'll be fun. Um, All right. You bring the Gamescom news, I'll bring the cake. No! <laughs> uh... But yeah, if, if you uh if you have any Gamescom predictions or whatever, or if you have any reactions once Gamescom has happened, uh you can tweet at us on a smashing theory or send email to a smashing theory at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'll we'll read it. We will. We'll read it on the pod. We will. Alright, guys. Uh I'm gonna go play the sad claymation boys game okay um maybe maybe not immediately right the second sure but uh but yeah i'm gonna say that's what i'm gonna go do all right i mean excuse me i was eating some cake in the meantime i hope you have a smashing time carrot cake (laughs) clean your fucking mouth delicious Bye. Bye.
Special thanks! Special thanks! Special thanks to Lonald! Thanks, Lonald! Lonald! We saw you today, We actually. saw you today, yeah. You dropped by, we all wore masks, and uh, and you gave us a, a, a bookshelf. Yes, a desperately needed bookshelf for Daniel's board games. Yeah, I have a lot of them, and they're yep. just kind of sitting on windowsills right now. Yeah, it's a, it, our the aesthetic of our apartment is very interesting. We've said aesthetic so much this episode, mostly me. Aesthetic! Anyway, thanks, Lonald. Thanks, Lonald. Your aesthetic is excellent. Oh, yeah. Special thanks to Nymph. Thanks, Nymph. Yeah. I don't know why I said your name like I was reading at a catalog auction, but I did. Thanks, Nymph. Thanks, Nymph. Special thanks to my fiance, Amy Lee. Thank you for your patience as we recorded this episode for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I will get to see you because again you came home from work while we were recording. Right. So thanks for letting me see your face and maybe give it a kiss. Not now, but in the future when we're done saying all this stuff. Yeah, the near future. Yes. Let's get this hurry this up. Okay. So I wanna give kissed. <laughs> you really sped it up. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Mr. Cora Luigi. Wahoo! No, that was very clean. Very oh, clean. thank you. Oh, very crisp. I'm a Mario. Less crisp. Mm. <laughs> thanks, Royce. Yeah, thank you for all you do. Yeah, you do a lot. I'll always love your Discord stuff. And you you uh you sent me like notes on every beep boop soup episode that you've watched recently and those yeah. they were very useful i i might uh yeah I, it's it's helping me figure out like uh stuff <laughs> uh so yeah thank you thank you special thanks to cool gabe you're cool you're gabe and it's time to say your name you're cool you're gabe and it is time to say your name. Cool Thank game. <laughs> Thanks, cool game. Thanks. Boy, if if you want a bit that's not the song singing thing, just let us know. Nope, you can't. <laughs> Please this let us what know. what it is now. Gabe, let us know for the love of God. <laughs> cool game. Special thanks to Vinny G. Hey, Vinny. <laughs> it's me, your boy Sean. Thanking you. Especially on a podcast. Avony, I got some grapes for ya. I love grapes. Who's who's that? I dunno. <laughs> he sure is here. <laughs> thanks, Vinny. Thanks. We're gonna cut this bit short, but thanks. Yeah. Special thanks to Vinibur. <laughs> we we oh, I'm cold and I had vinegar in my mouth. We we don't have to make this the bit for Vinegar. Uh, well, Vinegar, if you want another bit, too bad. <laughs> Stop being rude to the people giving us twenty dollars a month. I'm already thanking them, especially. That's what they paid for. <laughs> Incredible! Thanks, Vinegar. Thank you for the contribution. Yep. If you want to get special thanks, incredibly politely, I'm sure you'll can, feel that it's worthwhile. Yeah. Uh. You can back us on Patreon, $20 a month. Uh, really, that's 
That's 10 times more than we need for Sean to play Undertale. But by all means, I'll play it 10 times more? No, you won't. <laughs> That's true, I won't. Yeah, you absolutely won't. I'm not even doing the chaos route. But <laughs> but hey, you can you can guarantee that Sean play Undertale if you back us at the special thanks to you. Oh, right yeah. Now. Yeah, like that way if someone pledging like $2 or $5 or something like decides to stop this month, mm-hmm. we'll still have enough. That shit will be locked in. Locked in, baby. Baby. Thanks, babies. Thanks, my babies. Special thanks to all the babies out there. Yeah, love you baby boys and girls. And people. And people. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.